Welcome to Let Parents Decide That, episode 29, the show where we discuss lockdown lunacy, protecting parental rights, and how to fight fear with strength and logic. On this episode, we cover masks somehow persisting, jabs for kids under five, trans athlete ban, Rand Rand Paul versus Fauci, as I mispronounce it, and I don't care, and our local school board's complete waste of taxpayer funds. Join us, the fight starts now. What am I going to say? Pronounce every word perfectly? 29 is my forever age. Oh. So I'm glad that that's what episode that we're on. Okay, good. Yeah, I'm going to just pretend forever. But when you reach 29, yeah. then you can stay there, I guess. Yeah. I'm 32, but whatever. Oh, whoops. Yeah, anyway. That's where, as you get no old, as you get old as I am, <laughs> when people come up, <laughs> you I can't tell man. how old people are anymore. When people, I can't either. Like, especially young girls, like girls, I say girls, but like when people say, that person's 14 or that person's 33, I go, okay. Yeah. I literally can't tell. No. I, it's. I know, it's getting weird. It's weird out there. Yeah. But plus, you know... <laughs> Like I saw Maverick, Top Gun Maverick the other day. Did Tom you? Cruise is like 58 and he looks like he's 30. Yeah. And then I saw a, a meme of Archie Bunker and it was like, this Archie Bunker was 48 when they filmed this. I'm like, wow. oh my God, how is that how a 48 you get 48 year old? And, you and then Tom Cruise looks like, you know, 30. So, right. yeah. So age <sighs> is just a number. That's what Botox will do for you. That's right. Yeah. Um, and drinking the blood of children or yeah. whatever Tom Cruise is into. I was going to say that, but then I didn't want to get too weird. <laughs> You've got the I, hat on today. I don't keep on. All right. Well, I did watch the Scientology doc yeah. series, which is, I was just, after I watched it, my, my one thought was, how does Tom Cruise not suffer, you know, his career not suffer from this thing? That was just weird to me. But when you, you know. think about it, he hasn't done too much lately. But why does he need to? Because he's probably just like so rich, it's disgusting. Yeah, it's, like, it's, it's just weird. That, I mean, Will, Sla- Will Smith slaps one guy, and he's like totally canceled. And Tom Cruise is, you know, in a religion that is basically a cult, and, yeah. and refuses to let people leave. And yep. you know, and one lady may have may or may not have just completely disappeared. Yeah. And who's the wife of the the head guy? Yeah. Yep. And they can't find her. Who was like his best bud yeah and best man at his wedding and stuff i don't know all kinds of weirdness out there don't look into but it somehow he's teflon yeah but top gun maverick awesome flick <laughs> that's my review <laughs> all right let's get into some some uh lunacy that's uh, i saw this posted and this was just today in the uh our local if you haven't joined this group join the fm and surrounding areas no mask shopping and activities the good thing it's is, not over yet. The good thing is this group has had virtually no activity in it. Yeah. Which is great. Yeah. Ultimately, there shouldn't be a need for this group at all. Well, you would have thought that it would have yeah, that they would have deleted it. Thank yeah. God they didn't. Right. It's it should be long gone. Yeah. And you know, nary a post shall appear. But just today, someone says I had an appointment at Essentia on 32nd and they're still enforcing masks. I mean, it's June 27th, 2022 here. Yep. Over two years, you know, p- past when the first masks were introduced. I remember because it was Costco that was first, the first like national chain that, and then I was like, okay. Yeah. And then I just started my, okay, they're dead to me. And then before you knew it, it was every store. Yeah. Every place was dead to us. Like dominoes. They, oh they just gosh. fell. But then, you know, it went away a little bit that summer and then came back with a vengeance throughout the school year. And then kind of drifted, declined again. So, and I felt like it was gone, gone, gone. But you just have to remember this: the shit's like Freddy Krueger. It keeps finding a way to come back. It seems like, especially with the healthcare like facilities, it's just like it'll never be. People are now fully bought in. They're yeah. fully, fully bought in. Like if if you're a nurse and you haven't figured out that masks don't work. Like if you don't know that, then you will, you're going to wear a mask for the rest of your life. As an alleged every during every yeah. cold and flu season. As an alleged believer in science, yeah, or whatever they claim to be, yep. uh, yeah. I mean, and the thing is, if you believe in your beloved jab so much, then isn't that enough? What are you worried about getting COVID for? Especially I mean, we all know this, it's not going to. Especially this less like deadly variant. Yeah, and we because we all know it's not going to stop you from getting the COVID because that 
even the most diehards are not even claiming that anymore. Yeah, they can't. They can't make that claim because nope. every, literally every one of them has caught COVID, including Trudeau twice and Fauci, which we're going to get to. <laughs> so it's just ridiculous. Okay, so that claim is completely gone. Yeah. So the only claim they have now that the vax can possibly do that they're sticking to is able to be less severe. It'll save me from death or the hospital. Okay, well then, if you have all the jabs and you're wearing your uh, you know, uh, chain link mask that... <laughs> Is not going to stop the mosquitoes. You know, it has the effectiveness of chain link fence against mosquitoes. Then forty thousand times smaller than yeah. the cross section of the human hair. What are you possibly doing? And okay, let's say, and then even if you are a believer in the masks, why are you forcing the patients? It should be good enough to just have yours on, shouldn't it? Yeah, and it's it still crazy. should be up to the doctor, right? Because so, the doctor should be like, "Hmm, I'm unafraid," and the hospital should be like, "Well, that's on you then." So yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. It should be up to the the patient if they want to take that risk or not. The doctor can choose to wear one or not. They can engage in that risk or not. But you know, that's just so. This is just one of these places. And then there's a couple people in the thread that unfortunately brought up other businesses that are still um, requiring it. I think it was a dentist in Moorhead somewhere. Yeah. Um, so it's just very interesting to see, um, but just. Somehow it's still persisting out there. I mean, I see, well, it's funny because, uh, and we're going to talk about the Roe v. Wade stuff probably in the next episode when we have some more material, but just watching the protests unfold over the weekend, yeah, I noticed a common theme, a lot of masks outdoors in these protests. <laughs> you see that? Is that because they don't want to get doxxed? They don't want people to see their face? <laughs> no, because they weren't, it wasn't like Antifa masks, like mm. we're about to like throw a brick through this window kind yeah. of mask. It was like a blue it surgical was, my hair is pink, and you know I somehow you know have this a rainbow cloth mask. rainbow mask yeah. is gonna save me from yeah, your COVID, you dirty. There's a lot of overlap. Republican. A lot of overlap between the people <laughs> that really, really don't like the Supreme Court overturning Roe v. Wade, mm -hmm. and still think I need to wear a mask outside. And here's a lot of overlap. There. Here's inside of that overlap is a whole bunch of people that can't read. <laughs> right. They yeah, can't read silence and they can't read the constitution. It's just crazy. Well, yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that when we talk, when we discuss the subject. I can't wait. <laughs> can't wait. I'm going to talk about one more thing here um, about, okay, so we'll talk about the jabs under five. Cause again, the push and a lot of this brainwashing that happens, the uh, same people that are insisting on wearing masks outdoors still are still clamoring for jabs for all kids. It literally makes me almost cry. I like know. looking at it's, looking at these pictures of these beautiful children yeah, being subjected to this. I'm as libertarian as as it comes, you know, and I, but you have to draw the line at things Child that we believe abuse. hurt kids. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and, I mean if I saw somebody smacking their kid upside the head like in yeah. a park somewhere, yep. I I would probably step in the same as I really want to do in this situation with these Problem babies. is that they think that's what we're doing. Yeah, they think the same about our yeah. behavior. That's the that's the crux of this whole issue. Absolutely, they think us going and yelling at school boards for masking our kids is being a terrorist. Yeah, they think that daring to throw our kids outside and eating dirt <clears throat> and going into public events without masks yeah. or that being vaxxed. getting sunshine, vitamin D. Yeah, they think that's child air. that's child abuse. Yep. So they're. <clears throat> you know, applying that same standard. So that's why it gets dangerous because I don't want to. I don't want anybody to tell me how to raise my kids. Right. So then as a consequence of that, I almost have to say, well, if you want to mask your kids, jab your kids, yeah. that's on you. Although, but I do feel it does cross that line. Yeah. Into you're hurting your ch your child. But, yeah. you know, people also feed their kids all kinds of junk food and do stuff. And I don't step in and slap the Twinkies out of their hand. Right. We're not standing in the McDonald's parking lot, like diverting people. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of interesting, but <clears throat> there's a couple um, key points in this um, thing that just made me just reveals a lot about their position here. So one thing that she says is, okay, um, some, somebody they interviewed um, said that somebody nearly lost my job and my mind halved my income. It was the hardest time of their life. Um, this is just the COVID. You yeah. know. Uh, I feel helpless and hopeless, extremely lonely. I'm tearing up as I'm writing this. Every cough sets me on edge. That is so sad for these people. So that's how these parents are living. Yeah. They, they, you know, they're they hear afraid cough. of their own kids. Right. They, they just assume that who's ever coughing around them definitely has COVID and we're all going to die now. You know, and here's the other thing. Like, 
when you think about what's been done with these close contacts and like all of this other bullshit, yeah. when, when the person is already struggling financially, right? right, right and the then line. you have to be scared. If they really think that, that these shots are going to stop their kid from getting sick, mm-hmm. right? Then, and they're already having a hard time paying their bills and everything else. If you're not completely thinking this through in the for the long term, right? Mm-hmm. Then you would your first thought is probably, yeah, I don't want them to get sick because I can't afford to miss any more work because if they get sick and right. I have to stay home or if they get sick and they get me sick or if their little friends get sick and they're not vaccinated, then they have to stay home and so do I. Exactly. Like That's definitely a piece of it. Also just the and I don't want to generalize here, but people that on the lower income thresholds that are more likely to be on the line yeah. of being hurt by having any time off are more likely also to just blindly believe what the authorities tell them. Yep. And because if they're getting any type of government assistance, guess what? Then, you know, some strings are attached yeah. because, you know, you don't want to bite the hand that's feeding you, literally. Yeah. So, you you know, well, not literally bite, but they're literally feeding you. Um, you know, you don't want to complain to this entity that's giving you your checks every month yeah. and disobey, be seen as disobedient. And I don't know if there was any public assistance tied to being vaxxed you know, or any of that. I don't know. I haven't heard. I haven't seen anything except to incentivize it. Right. I haven't seen it tied to anything. If you guys know of any, if if anybody has seen any of that, go ahead and send it to us because we yeah. need to know. <clears throat> yeah, because I, you know, there, like you said, a lot of incentive incentivization, if yeah. that's a word. You know, you could get 200 bucks as yeah. a, in Minnesota if you get jabbed if, as a kid. I mean, that's just freaking evil. And even at my my job, I could have got an extra two fifty if I would have got jabbed. Mm-hmm. It was my extra hero money. Yeah, you but know? you didn't get that for keeping your BMI <laughs> under a certain exactly. like percentage, did yeah. you? Or or missing way less work because because you're healthy. Many many people, well, being healthy, but also people, many people took time off from the jabs. That's like the the dirty little secret is way more people were absent for the jabs. Oh, I got my second shot. Ugh, I feel like crap. I can't come in tomorrow or the next day. Well, Fargo Public Schools gave all of their teachers like four, I think it was like four days off. <laughs> right. So and how they, much? they wanted you to get to get your shots in that time and yep. suffer any side and effects that it would it. take so how and much, then come back to work. How much lost labor was there due to the jabs versus actually people having COVID and being out? Yeah. Well, and then here's the here's the Who knows? Because they're not measuring it. Well, here's the other dirty little secret. When you compound those things. Yeah. I was out for one time mm-hmm. for getting actual OG COVID in November 2020. Yep. Not out since, right? Um, unless my boss is listening, then I was definitely sick that one day that I took a sick day. <laughs> but anybody, you know. Doubt it. I doubt he's listening. <laughs> <laughs> but any, but every, all the people that got jabbed and took time off for the effects from the jab, guess what they also did? They got COVID anyways and had to be out for that. So yeah. they were out for the shot. They are out for their COVID at least once yeah. per person. Yeah. So maybe you know, they were out for the second time yeah, and maybe out they've for been the booster. Out, out for the booster, out for the jab, you know, the initial jab, out for COVID the first time, out for COVID the second time. My point is the cumulative lost wages or lost labor force hours yeah. has got to be higher on the people that have gotten jabbed. Oh, I would assume so. Because literally no, none of them didn't get COVID. They all got COVID, right? Yeah. At least for our work. Everybody that got jabbed got COVID. Yeah. I'd be interested to know. Um, any data on the severity of the side effects, like with the second shot, with the boosters, you know, if like the, Mm -hmm. if the severity of the side effects is also going down or if that's something that's just about the same every time, Exactly. you know, I mean, that's it. That's interesting. I wouldn't have personal experience with that, but you know. (laughs) But uh, it's just, you know, it's just creepy. Like, here's the tweet from Rochelle Walensky, you know, the the director of the CDC. Yeah, she's today, bought and paid for. Yeah, today I endorsed ACIP's recommendations that all children through six months through five years should receive a hashtag COVID-19 vaccine. Parents, I strongly encourage you to get your children vaccinated against COVID-19. And then Dave Rubin makes a great point. You should be in jail. That's my favorite because <laughs> it's absolutely right. It's freaking criminal. The kind of when you want to talk about misinformation, these people are the highest level spreaders and notice of misinformation. That, notice this tweet is not being fact checked. No, of course not. Anyway, no. Um, d- despite the fact that in six months we'll all be saying, "Whoops, shouldn't shouldn't have done that." Yeah. 
that's a lot of myocarditis for in six months old that never used to have any. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, we. The thing is, again, again, like I've said this a million times, and I'll keep beating this, this you know, thoroughbred into the <laughs> ground here. Um, you're you're rolling the dice on unknown side effects with absolutely no benefit because almost no kids die at this age. Yeah. Or even have serious. Or side even have serious illness. Yeah. Most so of them aren't even very sick. No efficacy. No. So there's no upside. It's and not only protecting your grandma to <clears throat> so get no, your kid vaccinated. It doesn't protect grandma because we know it doesn't stop transmission. No. So you can't say for others, do it for others. Yeah. And you know, uh, well, I'm going to go have her visit. Now they can go play and go visit. Well, why? Yeah, because they they were not weren't not at risk from serious effects from the virus, and they were going to transmit it anyways. So, what what are you gaining? Uh, I want somebody who's a fully bought in for the vaccine their six month old with the COVID vaccine to explain to me why they would make that choice. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to hear somebody too because I just I just do not. I get can't. It. My brain can't wrap itself around that. I just I can't understand it at all. Yeah, it's just nutty um luckily there's a couple you know people in power that are pushing back now desantis is one of them um let's listen i would love to shake his hand one day yes let's let's listen a little bit of him here obviously a lot of uh controversy at the end of last week between your administration and the white house what do you make of the white house saying that the state reversed on child vaccines okay so basically a a reporter's asking saying because there was a little bit of a controversy here because um the there was some misinformation out there. Full-on misinformation. They yeah. basically, he didn't order any. Through the um, state. Yeah, the state the of state. Florida didn't order any yeah. vac- any any childhood vaccines because, for six to five. Because they're not recommending it. Yeah. So they didn't want to have any on hand. People are welcome to go get it through other sources. Yeah. They weren't banning. It wasn't a ban. It was just, we're not pushing this it as a state. It wasn't coming through the state. Yeah. So this, the, so it got. It got framed up as oh, DeSantis is rejecting this life-saving medications. Yep, and that it wasn't. It got it got pushed like it was not going to be allowed in Florida. Right, like it was a ban of some sort. And he and he explains it here. I think the White House is lying about it. We <laughs> surprised, not surprised. The White House would lie. Definitely not surprised that legacy media would amplify the lie because that's what they do. The state of Florida, they came out with an article saying the state of Florida has not ordered, its Department of Health has not ordered mRNA jabs for the babies. Yes, we didn't. We recommend against it. We are not going to have any programs where we're trying to jab six-month-old babies with mRNA. That's just the reality. Yes. And I think what happened was they thought somehow we would we would like be be embarrassed by that. No, we're following the data. You look at these European countries; uh, they are uh, a lot of them don't even allow Moderna for under age thirty, or they recommend against it. So that was always that. We still have not ordered it. We're not going to order it now. See, isn't that perfect? Yeah. I mean, and he's following the actual data. Yeah, he's worldwide, looking at the science. Looking at the actual science, seeing what the effects are, and not just emotionally clamoring for this jab that they think will magically protect their kids. Yeah. He also had like a roundtable discussion with a bunch of doctors and his um, head of his health department mm. for, for Florida. Did you did you catch that? I, th- I heard some about it. Cause it he, was great. Because his, his uh, whatever they call it, Surgeon General, yeah. is... Definitely on our side. Yeah. Right? Like, he picked a good one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So. Because and he can read science. <laughs> right. Well, that's pretty much what it takes. But you think that all of these to people... To be brave and be good readers. That's what's sad is all these people have PhDs or yeah. MDs. But they're not looking, though, Josh. It's not I, a question of intelligence, you know? No, it's it's absolutely not. Because they, they all, across the board, are highly educated and should be very smart individuals. Right. But they're... They're either, I've, I've got to say, they're either very weak-minded and, and not, uh, they don't have the courage to come out against the masses, mm-hmm. or they're just straight up not looking at the science. It's, or, or the third choice is that they're, you know, motivated by different incentives. Yep. Meaning profit. Uh, yeah, so you know, that means they're basically evil. When we talk about, yeah, exactly. Yeah. With that they would put profit over health, yeah, which and health of <laughs> babies and children, right, which obviously they're willing to do, um, because they know there's no efficacy here, and they're still willing to to, to push just because it's another 
swath of customers they can they can sell to. That's all it is. Speaking of babies, grab that baby. (laughs) And we're back. All right, let's move on to some other stuff. So I don't know if you saw the story where the um, swimming. I heard org, whatever they're called, World Swimming. I don't know if it's some governing body. Yeah. Um, So they actually took the step. Now this is gets kind of squirrely here. Okay. They did take the step to ban transgender athletes from women's events, which basically means the the upside of this, the good side is like Leah Thomas, the dude you know in question here, mm-hmm. who is transitioned into a girl after he was like eighteen or nineteen, yeah, and had had all the advantages of male puberty, and he was towering over these other swimmers and took first in his race at uh, the national champions, yeah, national championships. So he, s- he stole the race from completely the s- stole from the woman, the women that were competing with no, him because yeah. when he competed with other biological males, he was like in middle the middle of the pack. Yeah, like four very, or five very, hundreds. Very mediocre. And I'm not saying that that was his motivation. He may be fully 100 percent have uh, the the right, you know, maybe feeling like maybe a girl. he totally yeah thinks that he's a girl. But the thing is, you then sorry, then you just don't get to swim. I mean, yeah. or you can swim with the men. Yeah, because you have those those biological advantages. So the good thing is, the governing body recognized that and limited it, and now he's banned. He can't uh, swim in the Olympics. I don't think he can't compete against other women. Okay. Um, <clears throat> But the downside is they changed the rule. Does his trophy go to the other chick then? Well, no. That's See, that's, that's, that's still, a casualty. Still screwed up. That's a casualty. Um, yeah, any because you know there's a girl that got second that should have got first, mm-hmm. and everybody else should have had one place higher. And then there's a girl that got to, didn't get to swim in the final that would have. Yeah. And there's a girl that didn't even get to go to the national championships because he took her spot. Yep. That's the reality of it. So that's good that they finally took action. Yes, it's a uh, you know a couple years late, whatever. That's the upside. The downside is the way they phrased their ruling is they said they were not going to allow men who transitioned after puberty. Mm. So in order to compete as a woman in women's swimming, now let's say Leah Thomas was a four-year-old right now yeah, and starts to think that they might be a girl. Well, and you know how parents are fully leaning into this now and, and running with this now. If you transition before 12 then you can compete as a woman. Wow. So it's good that it catches all the ones that are, you know, have all the advantages of male puberty, but really does this just incentivize people to, to lean harder into the actual chemical and physical and surgical transition Yeah. prior to 12 because they don't want to miss the boat? It just gives it's another you the reason. goosebumps to think about. It's an, well, it's another reason yeah. to in the let's do it column, if you're a parent that's already leaning into this yeah, and you're Yeah, because then you're going to be thinking, well, if they ever want to play sports. They'll be, they'll be screwed. They yeah. won't be able to be on they the swim team. They won't be able to really compete. No. Nope. Which, which, you you're guys. Removing, you're removing it from, from the, their future if, you, if they don't transition before 12. Yeah, this has got to, that cannot play into your decision. That cannot be a factor that plays into the decision of whether or not you you know, are going to allow your child to change sexes. <laughs> you would think, but she really likes football. It's just another brick, you know, in the wall that some of these parents will build to, you know, to try to, uh, you know, bow to the altar of this. Yeah. This well, stuff. and some of the, honestly, I mean, even with these kids, some of the parent we saw in one of the other episodes that we um, had up where we were, showing the drag show in the gay bar. Right. And one of the um one of the reporters was saying, "Hey, I sat at the bar." And one of the kids was saying um was up there with their mom and the mom was saying, "He's gay." And he was saying, "No, I'm not." <laughs> and she was saying, "He's just embarrassed. He it's right. okay. Like he's gay." He's like, "No, I'm not gay." <laughs> like, "My god, yeah. some of this is like Oh, some of it's completely pushing. Well, well, because some of it is their peers pushing it on them, but some of these poor kids are growing up with their parents ramming this stuff down their throat. Well, because if you don't have a kid that's unique in some way, yeah, then you don't have a special unicorn. Yeah, and you know, the fashionable thing to do like ten years ago was Angelina Jolie, what mm-hmm. adopt kids from Africa, yeah. India. Oh, yeah, that was their 
their token, like, I'm better than you mm-hmm. virtue signal. Well, now, now if you can call your kid they, them. Now my kid, like, the percentage of, you know, Hollywood stars and musicians that their yeah. kid is all sudden on the spectrum of some type of non-binary yeah. or gender fluid or something, it's it's through the freaking roof. Yeah, it's not natural. That's because, not natural. Because guess what? And we said this before, too, but just being a regular heterosexual girl or boy it's just not cool it's anymore. It's just basic. Yeah. It's just too basic. Well, it doesn't I'm, have I'm the cool with the basics. I have my perfect little unicorn people. They're all <laughs> unique in their own way, and right. they all know what gender they are. And again, I wish it was, you know, just if you're focusing on all the wrong things, and that's like the whole problem with the left versus right is the left focuses on these characteristics you have no control over yeah. like your gender who you're attracted to your what skin color you have you know things that you are just you you can't control as, as opposed to I would like to focus on someone's character and their actions, things you actually can control. If you're going to use those to judge someone, not things that you can't control, like how tall you are and and what color skin you were born with. Yeah. Who cares? Should that matter? You know, if I'm the admissions person at Harvard, should mm, Oh, we need more blacks here. Oh, too many Asians. Yeah. Oh, they need a higher score on the ACT to get in. Too many Asians. That's literally what's happening. If you're Asian, you have to get a higher score on the SATs than if you're a different minority. So it's not even, it's not even white, uh, what's supremacy or whatever uh, privilege. Yeah. It's not even white privilege because Asians aren't white. Well, they're, yeah, no, but they just happen to do better as a group statistically in some advanced, you know, academics and maybe it's just culture because they kind of raised by tiger moms. That's, you know, just the stereotype, but there is some truth to that. Well, there are stereotypes. I mean, they're good at math. They're bad at driving. (laughs) Not really. Not really. (laughs) That's the stereotype, you guys. Well, right. And, but they're, you know, stereotype exists for, they have some basis in fact, typically. And the, the stats just prove out that they uh, have higher scores overall. So they, because if they if, if a admission to some of these advanced schools was based purely on academics alone, there'd be too many Asians there, and they don't like that because diversity is their strength. So they need to lower the, some of the standards for other minorities to up those numbers. Well, yeah, because how do we make it equal if we're not putting some right. people, if we're not putting short people on stools <laughs> and tall people in a hole? Exactly. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. But yeah, so, you know, I just wish people would judge people based on their actions and their character based on things that they have control over and not things that they're intrinsic about their person that they have no control over. Uh, That shouldn't make you a better or worse person. What you just happen to be born as. Yeah. Um, Ridiculous. Um, Okay, so let's look at this. So here's a, you know, oh, and one more thing I want to mention on the trans athletes in sports and being banned. Um, I don't know if you saw the soccer player, uh, I forget her name, but she's on the Mm -hmm. U.S. uh, Women's Cup team. She's like the most famous one. Okay. Rapinoe, I think. Anyway, she was. Was she speaking out? She was speaking out on this ban. And saying, what, what you got, basically, like, what are you guys worried about? Like, oh, it's not yep. like they're just dominating everywhere and taking every trophy. Yeah, she was saying something about your kids' high school sports aren't that important. Right. That she, It's like, her, isn't that exactly how you got here? Her point is basically that, you know, let the trans people play because, sure, you might take second instead of first, but that's better than telling them they can't play. Yeah, or they could just play well, with their original sex. You know what's fun, though? Fine for Nobody's you. Nobody's telling anybody they can't play. Well, right. Like, let's get real here. Exactly. Exactly. They're they're switching the argument again. Mm-hmm. You know, they're trying to say, oh, you're saying we can't play. No, we're not. We're saying that, to be fair, you have to play with the same people that have your parts. Right. And I understand where that's going to be uncomfortable, because if you fully transition, you're a girl now, and then you have to go be on the boys' baseball team, that that sucks for you. Yeah. But if I have to make a choice, I'm going to choose the girl- who was born female who doesn't have the advantage yeah. to be able to be on the team over you. Sorry. Yeah. That's just, you know, if I'm forced to make a choice gun to my head, that's what I'm going to choose. You know, that's just how it is. But the, but here's the other point about her. She's at the end of her career. Yeah. This did not affect her. Yeah. She doesn't have to, she's shutting the door behind her. Yep. You know, you know, when you always and talk about feminists, you know, you are we, and because, you know, there's a lot of controversy about her getting the right, getting better pay for the women's soccer team and everything and fighting for those that equality. Yeah. And, 
you know, now she's kind of slamming the door behind her, like, well, sorry, sorry, girls. You know, there's probably going to be some dudes on this team. Yeah. Because you know how vast the difference is between men's and women's teams in soccer? Yeah. You know who beats the women's, uh, not Olympic, but the World Cup team? 14-year-old boys. Really? Eighth grade. They scrimmage against eighth grade boys and lose regularly. Wow. That's how vast the difference is. Wow. Just because of the physical advantages. Yeah. Boys are just a lot faster and bigger. And if you're faster in soccer, that's I used it. to think I was fast. <laughs> My well, husband. You were compared to other girls, maybe. <laughs> I wasn't. But not I guess. to your average 14 year old boy. <laughs> so they lose regularly to, to that level of squad. Yeah. And if they played men's World Cup League soccer, men's soccer teams, yeah. they would just they would lose 100 to zero mm-hmm. and never win a point. So that's what we're talking about, you know, letting letting play in the same sport as you, Miss mm-hmm. um, Rapineau. Um, so anyways, this uh, so that brings me to this story here where a man, male, oh, let's read this, a male wins, wins women's skateboarding finals and money at the Border Open NYC presented by DC today. So then it has a picture of all the winners and then the first place, Ricky Trez. So it's obviously dude. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so, you know, that's another thing that guys are because of the physical prowess and disadvantage that they have. They're better. If you start again, if you don't have men's and women's divisions, men will just dominate. Yeah. That's why we have men's and women's divisions. It, it, it's Otherwise, not why even, would you even ha- separate them at all? Just say Josh, it's not even a thing that's sexist to say. That's no. not even that's just the facts. Mm-hmm. That's just the truth of the matter. You know, there. Exactly. We, oh, my gosh. It's I used to have an argument with one of my girlfriends because she was so upset that um, women's sports were paid so much less than men's sports. And I said, <laughs> OK, but. When was the last time you watched the WNBA? That's what I said. I was like, I'm not trying to be a jerk here, but if you're an advertiser and there's more people watching one over the other, then of course they're generating more money and are able to pay more. Like, exactly. Hello? It's just it's just simple facts. Well, you heard when John McEnroe, the you know the 70s and 80s tennis pro, yeah, the, the angry one, the, yeah, the yellow yeah, graphs all the time. Mm-hmm. He got in total trouble because he got interviewed on. I think it was by Charlie Rose on Today, and then they said uh, they were talking about Serena Williams, and they, they were like, "What do you think of her?" She's like, and he was like, "Oh, she's she's amazing. She's awesome. You know, she's like probably the best best female tennis player of all time." And then he goes, "Why best female? Yeah." Why not just best tennis player? And he goes, she she get beat by number two hundred in the men's, and they were just like, <gasps> their jaws at the floor. They could yeah, not believe it that and he spoke truth. That he just spoke straight truth. Yeah, like and, facts. It's so it's so hard even to Serena be a Williams, fact in this day and age. And even Serena Williams says, "I don't want to play against dudes." No, you know? why I'd would she? Killed. I'd get killed. She knows it's just facts, just physical advantages. Yes, she's an amazing athlete. And she destroys lots of women. And it doesn't take anything away from how good she is exactly. to say that she's not as good as somebody else. Exactly. It doesn't. It's just the the differences between the sexes are enough that the average tennis player male can beat the average female tennis player. Yep. So when you take the elite level male, they're definitely going to beat the elite level female. Yeah. And I think actually the number 200 in the world beat her in well, an exhibition. Yeah. Because uh, like it's it's like comparing apples to oranges. Yep. You can't you can't make the comparison. It's like comparing hot dogs to cantaloupes. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, that was horrible. That was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So yeah. So but you know, again, Miss Rapineau thinks she's at the end of her career. So you know, this isn't affecting her. So she yep. can she can pop off about it and just act like. You know, no big deal, but uh, it's going to affect the next generation because if, you know, like we saw in that one <laughs> Florida LGBT pro teacher said that like what thirty percent of her class was some yeah. type of LGBT. Oh yeah, there so, was I mean, so such a high percentage, and they all told her it's like what. Mm-hmm. So if all these trans kids are going to be coming up through the ranks, there's like alarm bells going off. Yeah, there's going to be a lot more. Uh, Males transitioning into female who are going to be in these sports. Yeah. So it's going to be it's going to be more of an issue than it is now, and it's already pretty bad. Yeah. I mean, even just the the tiny percentage we have now, there's 
just because of the innate advantages, they're they're destroying records, you know, cycling, um, track, you know, all through these high school competitions across the country. So, you know, I just feel bad for any of these girls. Yeah. Um, and it's just a lot of contradictory information because, you know, these alleged feminists are all of a sudden not caring that women are losing these spots. That's what's kind of disturbing, too. Yeah. I'm sure if you asked Miss Rapinoe, the, so- the female soccer player, she would totally declare herself a feminist. Yeah. Well, and you're okay with these girls getting hurt then? Yeah. With mm-hmm. Makes no sense. All right. Well, let's look at uh, probably my favorite clip of the week. And this happens, I swear, once every three weeks now as Rand Paul just destroys Fauci in front of some um, committee. He's like my favorite senator. He's about the only one that has any freaking sense. And he's the one that's been super, super consistent on this stuff since the beginning. See, if you guys guys haven't looked, though, you also need to look into Ron Johnson from Wisconsin. Ron Johnson from Wisconsin. That rhymes. Yeah, he's awesome, too. Let's, let's, uh. We got screwed with senators over here in North Dakota. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> a lot of go along to get along. Yeah. So let's watch a little bit of this and see if we can catch the key clips here. Another question for you. The NIH continues to refuse to voluntarily divulge the names of scientists who receive royalties and from which companies. Over the period of time from 2010 to 2016, 27,000 royalty payments were paid to 1,800 NIH employees. We know that. Not because you told us, but because we forced wow. you to tell us through the Freedom of Information Act. Mm. I didn't even Over hear that part. Over 193 million dollars was given to these 18 employee, 1800 employees. Can you tell me that you have not received a royalty from any entity that you ever oversaw the distribution of money in research grants? Um. Well, first of all, let's talk about royalties. That's the question. No, that's the question. Now, first of all, let's talk about how stupid Fauci's like in his office and doesn't even have the decency to go in front of the committee in person. Yeah. Well, is this when he had COVID? <laughs> oh, maybe. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I'm jumping on him on hard for that one. Let's see what he says here. Question. Have oh, you ever no, overseen, have you ever received a royalty plan. payment from a company that you later oversaw money going to that company? You know, I don't know is a fact, but I doubt it. I well, well here's the go- thing is, he just doesn't want to say no because he knows that when it gets discovered through freedom of information f- request in the future, he's going to have to deny ever saying, deny th- ever saying that it. he denied so he's, it. He's trying to walk the line here and yep. say, oh, I doubt it. That way you can say if somebody finds it, they can say, oh, I forgot. Yeah. I mean, oh, I forgot I, I gave Pfizer a hundred and however many million dollars. Yeah, exactly. And then received a bunch of royalties in it, in, yeah. you know, as reciprocity for that yeah. quid pro quo. It's ridiculous. As why don't you let us know? Why don't you reveal how much you've gotten and from what entities? Yes. The NIH oh, refuses. Look, we ask them. We ask them. The NIH, we ask them whether or not who got it and how much. They refuse right. to tell us. They sent it redacted. Here's what I want to know. It's not just about you. Everybody on the vaccine committee, have any of them ever received money from the people who make vaccines? Can you tell me uh, that? Can you tell me if anybody on the vaccine approval committees ever received gonna, any money from people who make the vaccines? Soundbite number one, are you going to let me answer a question? Okay, so let me give you some information. First of all, according to the regulations, people who receive royalties are not required to divulge them even on their financial statement. How screw you. How freaking wrong is that? I, I, why is that not? Well, how is that allowed? How is that allowed? How could that be possibly okay? Aren't you supposed to be doing this on like a non-biased, you know, in yeah, whatever's best for the health of the country, right? Yeah, like in an actual scientific way. Exactly. How can they? Why is there even? Well, I don't understand why how they're even able to benefit from it, and then they don't have to disclose it when they do. That's ridiculous. They shouldn't even be able to ha- to be like involved in these companies. No, you shouldn't be able to benefit from it at all. Yes. But if you are, and you know, because I understand profit and the profit incentive, but then you should have to divulge it. Because, you know, let's be honest. I mean, people develop a lot of techniques based on the ability to profit from it, right? I mean, not a, you know, we're not going to get a lot of innovation if there isn't a profit incentive, unfortunately. But there should have to, yeah. But we, you should have to disclose it. We should absolutely know yeah. if this guy is 
is in Pfizer's pocket and making billions of dollars off of what he's recommending for the country and and trying to make mandatory so that he can also mandatorily mm -hmm. take his his royalties. Right. Yeah, and all his staff underneath him. Yeah, what did and he not say? even there just like, Pfizer. I'm picking on them. No, I mean, we've, there's, it's big pharma, period. Well, how many millions, he said, were distributed amongst 1,800 people? Yeah. That's some pretty big chunks of change at, at hand there, at play there. So, you know. And 1,800 people at NIH. How many people work for NIH? Is that everybody? <laughs> is that everybody in there? No, that was just the ones that received royalties. But that's what I'm saying. Well, yeah, is like, is yeah. everybody right. at the NIH? How big is this? Is this department? I mean, is literally everybody there just lining their pockets yeah, off know. of the health know. or unhealthiness of Americans? It's pretty ridiculous. So, it's it's at the I'm least it's stinky. Very stinky, at the least. Yeah. Well, speaking of Fauci, now this this happened the day of our last recording, like almost two weeks ago. But he had yeah. got got the he got the COVID, so you know the old magical magical vax that yeah. he said would stop transmission. You know, like a year ago when they were, were trying to force everyone to get it, and you were yeah. going to lose your job if you didn't. That was one of his main claims. Well, he gets it anyway. So you know, I'd like to officially state that I think he's reckless and selfish, and I can't believe yes. he let this happen. But I'm so glad that he got the shot, so that he's experiencing only mild symptoms. <laughs> I'm so happy for him. Just like everyone who didn't get the shot, yep. also. Yep. He will continue. Yeah. Okay. So he's the 81 year old is fully vaxxed, of course, duh, and has been boosted twice, mm-hmm. according to the NIH. He's experiencing mild symptoms and will continue to isolate and work from home. He was also prescribed Paxlovid, which another income stream. Yeah. Which (laughs) Which I'm pretty sure is just big pharma's like. uh, Which he received four cents for his dose. Yeah. In royalties. Yeah. Probably. Uh, Paxlovid, I'm pretty sure, is just like the the, um, horse pill. The ivermectin. That's actually like approved. Just one that they they could profit from. Yeah. Just re-engineered. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah, they just outlawed ivermectin for the rest of us because oh, we yeah. should all just die. Yep, exactly. Yep, and until they could patent it as something different and then they can make more money. <laughs> exactly. Because ivermectin's cheap. Uh, so ridiculous. I just... And now we said ivermectin on here like six times in a row and we are about to get flagged off of whatever thing that we put it on. <laughs> it's on Rumble, so we're fine. Yes. We're safe on there. Crazy. <laughs> Pops with the baby one second, and we're back. All right, so yeah, Fauci, Fauci's got the vid, so you know, good for him. So selfish, so reckless. Can't believe it happened. Yeah, dirty dirt ball. Dirty. <laughs> exactly. All right, let's move in a couple vax um, injury things now. Now we talked about the the Biebers, right? Uh, yeah. You know, his wife had a had a stroke. A few months back, and then uh, they're both like in their in their mid twenties. Yep. Yeah, she's like twenty five. I think he's twenty eight. Yeah, and he got Ramsey Hunt syndrome, which is facial paralysis. Yeah. Now here's a meme I saw that kind of uh, illustrates this well. It says the unvaccinated are not getting Ramsey Hunt syndrome, blood clots, monkeypox, Bell's palsy, and are not dying suddenly after a short illness. Yeah, we don't have SADS. <laughs> it's not a coincidence. Yes, yeah, SADS, yeah. sudden adult death syndrome. Yeah. The fact that that's even a term now, one year after the vaccine was introduced should make you really rethink SIDS that's a little bit of a red flag well right yeah that's I mean yeah this whole this last two years has made me question everything it's craziness also the baby and we're back yeah so you know it's gonna be interesting when someone compiles all this data from really trustworthy sources of the rise in all these different afflictions that happened right around Spring twenty twenty one. Implementation of yeah. a certain. There's going to there's going to be a lot of graphs with a lot of lines shooting up that overlay. Yep. Right over that time period, they're going to be pretty interesting to see what happens. Now, when you see stories like this next one, you know I feel just horrible for this guy. Um, so there's a congressman. His daughter um, died at their house. Just didn't wake up. Seventeen years old. It's a uh, rep, rep Sean Caston. Um, I forget what uh, state he's even a rep in, but um, you know, oh Illinois, Illinois Congressman Sean Caston, seventeen-year-old daughter Gwen died on Monday morning at their family home. 
The suburban Chicago Democrats office said that the Caston family requests privacy after Gwen passed away without providing further details about her death. Oh now, you always think, okay, could it be suicide, right? Because at that age, yeah, that's you just don't know. prevalent. But then they basically said, I think they did put out some information that they uh, she went to you know her room and just didn't wake up. I, I remember reading that somewhere else. Um, so you know it's just horrible. Um, now of course you know us we immediately go to was she vax? Well of course she was because he's a Democrat and he was super pro vax. Yeah. So and he even had some tweets I believe. <coughs> yep. Even here's this tweet. It says in case you missed it, all in Illinois Illinoisans, twelve year old and older, are eligible for the vaccine. Everyone in my family has started their vaccination process. They're safe, effective, and key to our path to normalcy. Now, see, normally I'd hate to crap on this guy and attack him in his time of horrible grief. But, you know, if you make a statement like that, May 17, 2021, which was... You don't know that, sir. You don't know it, number one. And if you made that statement back then, can you go back on it now? Yeah. You know, as a politician, you really can't. So I think on okay. Now here's where I'll disagree because I I think that people they they are we gravitate towards other people, right? Uh oh, <laughs> we gravitate towards people that that are honest and that are going to be real with us, right? That's why we like watching things that are like quiet. I'm holding a baby. Yeah. Interrupting my baby time. Uh, she's also quiet, so like mm-hmm. well, that's great. But um, I, I just really think that when you make a mistake, the realest thing to do is to own up to it. And I think that people appreciate that. You, you wish. I, I wish more people would understand that. That's all I want. Like if literally Fauci would have came out <clears throat> and said, "Oh." We, we don't know what's going to happen here, guys. But, you know, we think this this vax gives you a good shot at having less severe symptoms. It's probably not going to stop transmission. If he would just tell us what he knew and here's the here's the risks, here's the, what we think are the benefits, you know, okay, fine, let us be adults. The problem is they treated us like children the entire time and, like, we weren't capable of making these informed decisions our, ourselves. And now they're so backed in because they put so much on it. You're going to get fired over Well, those it. people are. Like Fauci. Yeah, yeah like right. Fauci and Walensky and, like, them. Like, they they can't they, – they went, they went so far down that they're, like – they're coming out the other side. Like there's <laughs> right. no, there's no way they can go yeah, back. They can't ever. But like pedal. people like this, like. But he's still a politician. Yeah. You know, but that's he's, a problem. But he's not. He's not the public health. You know, thing like he. But he pushed for the vax. He shouldn't have. But yeah. now he should say, "I shouldn't have." Right. You know. Well, you would hope that that's you know that I just don't know. Like, what kind of evidence would it take for him? Exactly. Because he probably thinks that it has nothing to do with it. No, he'll just think, oh, it's just sads. Yeah. Or if it was suicide, which we don't know. Yep. It could have been. Um, You know, they're not... God forbid. Yeah, God forbid. Exactly. You know, I... I don't want to say I wish it was because, you know, you don't want... None of of it's good. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I just hope that it isn't a another symptom of a bigger problem that that we're going to see just this massive increase in problems for young people that didn't ne- didn't have these problems previously that's what's that's what's really scary for me yeah so you know god look at you just dadding over there <laughs> <laughs> is it all coming back to you <laughs> oh, i knows how to do it i st- i was still rocking did you see me <laughs> i gave her to you just, and then i was still doing this can't help it <laughs> So here's an interesting video. So I think this is from Tennessee. Uh, I'm not sure I'm just going to play a little bit of this because he says some very bold statements here. Wow. 700,000 people in the study in Israel, just so you know, that showed that the double vax were 27 times more likely to get reinfected. So it's not the vaccine, even if we just talk about that, is not stopping infection. It's not stopping transmission. If you look at the studies in England, in Scotland, and in northern countries in Europe where they get real data, that they're actually the triple vaccinated are the most likely to die. So bottom line is that we, as we go forward, the natural immunity is long, broad, and durable. And I don't know if he mentioned it, but we have SARS-CoV-1 patients who still had immunity 18 years later. 
let that sink in. 18 years later, we still had immunity from SARS-CoV-1 to SARS-CoV-2. Wow. This is long, broad, durable immunity. So what I want to say in closing is natural immunity should be considered legally to be at least equal to vaccinated immunity, and immunity is likely lifelong. Thank you. Wow. How freaking amazing is that? That is amazing. I mean, that's that's the thing that the big revelation that they're having to admit now. Yeah. And when you is that natural immunity is best. Natural immunity is best, and we saw little glimpses of it in the past few episodes where we've seen they're saying, "Well, if you have the vax and natural immunity, that's gives you an increased level." Well, yeah, but guess what's actually giving you that immunity? Yeah, is the natural immunity piece, not yeah. the vax piece. No, and and again, we've seen the studies. Alex Berenson had shown had shown that the the vaccine was actually attacking natural immunity. So right. your natural immunity was decreasing when you had when you had the COVID in the wild. You know mm-hmm. when you got it when you're a dirty unvaccinated person and you built up Reckless, that natural selfish yep, dirty unvaccinated and you built up that natural immunity and then you went and got mm-hmm. a shot. That is probably one of the worst things that you could have done. Because it takes away your, she's going to get you. She's ripping <laughs> she's, your earbud out. She's strong. Yeah, I know. Yeah, she's a Schmidt. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's nutty seeing that. But, I mean, I never would have, when I was, you know, about ready to lose my job for not getting vaxxed, I wouldn't have imagined I'd ever see this in Valley News Live. Literally read the headline. Natural immunity offers greater COVID protection than vaccines, study finds. That's insane <laughs> to me. This is from June 22nd Did they just of 22. Put this? I didn't see that. I mean, this is, you know, five days ago. Yeah. So they're literally saying it now, you know. That's insane because they literally fired people. They were firing people for not being vaccinated. Right. Exactly. They let Chris Berg. Right. He had to go somewhere else because he wasn't going to take the shots. Exactly. Valley News Live employee. Yes. Had to leave because he wasn't willing to get vaxxed. And, and now, now they're, they're publishing, admitting. Now they're publishing his freaking article. I did not see that. I yeah. can't believe that. How, how, what kind of clown, insane world are we living in? Oh, my god. Where gosh. they can post that and then they let their employees go. And, you know, you know what's funny? We were watching the news last night and they had an ad. Gray Media did. KVLY. Okay. Hiring. And I paused it because in the fine print, you know what it said? What? Gray employees of KVLY and Gray Media must be vaccinated before their first day of employment. Oh my gosh. In order to have employment here. Basically. Why? And I was like, why? Still? Still in June, June 26th of, of 2022, you're still saying you have to be, why? On well, what grounds? How can you possibly, how can you possibly put that out there as a thing? You don't get to say that it's not, you know, so well, it's going to stop you from spreading around your coworkers. No, because we know it doesn't stop that. So what is your basis? It, it ha- you have none. And you're publishing articles. Because who hasn't had COVID at this t- <laughs> exactly. at this point? Who hasn't gotten it? You're publishing freaking articles stating that natural immunity is, and like that doctor said, should at least be considered uh, like being vaxxed. So when I had my OG COVID in November 2020, yep. I should be able to sail through any vax checkpoints. I should, I can't go to freaking Canada. Yeah. We can't, you can't go to Canada. No. Nope. Because stupid Trudeau up there won't let us in. Yeah. And I was telling my kids that because Trudeau was on TV and then they were like, do we like him? I'm like, nope. Nope. He sucks. No, and we here, don't. And here's why. And then I gave him a laundry list. Because he's a freedom taker. <laughs> freedom taker. That's why. Exactly. He's a tyrant. To- a total tyrant. He might be Fidel Castro's son. We don't yeah. know. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> Wrong. Maybe. <laughs> but yeah, but. Regardless he, uh, of what he is, he's acting like he wants to be Fidel Castro, so yeah. that way. Um, yeah, it's just insane that people tolerate this crap. Um, so anyways, yeah, Trudeau sucks, and Valenie's Live also sucks. Also sucks, and you have to be vaxxed to work there even now. Explain that crap to me. Um, okay, so let's get in a couple more local things here. Now here, this, again, points out my just distaste for when people focus on the uh, intrinsic values of your person, things you have no control over. Yep. So, of course, you know, we saw it with Kamala Harris. She got picked literally because she was a black female. Yep. That's why she was picked. It wasn't because she was a... Now, I don't understand why Biden didn't just take the gimme and at least be slightly strategic about it and pick her and say... I scoured the country and picked and this the, was best the best candidate. candidate and I could guess find. who it was? Yeah. 
this black female. Yep. She was just the best. No, she, he, he, of course, he had to take away any pride she could have by being vice president, by stating ahead of time he was going to limit his range of choices to a select small group. Which was so strange to me because she like had stuff out there about how he was a racist bigot. And she did horrible in her own campaign. Yeah. She was like one of the first ones to withdraw in well, California. Well, they picked two people that campaigned terribly. They Neither <laughs> one of them... Like I don't even. Well, then, how and then this so happen? then he does the same thing for the latest Supreme Court justice. Yep. You know, so and we know how important the Supreme Court is now. Yeah. Thank thank God for Trump. You can't even get me <clears throat> down this week. I'm so happy about. I'm still <laughs> on a high from last Friday. So much winning. Yes. Um, anyway, so th- this article here: Women elected to Fargo School Board makes Fargo history. Niam all die. Okay, the first black person elected to any office in Fargo's history. <laughs> day, actually, I apologize. That's you say her name, Niam all day. Okay, so again, whatever. I don't care. All I care about is what's her policies, what's her qualifications, what's she going to do? That's it. Well, here's what here's what you should care about is that she works in the public health field. So she was a big no thank you for me because she works in public health. Right. And at this point, I don't trust anybody in public health anymore to have a to have a rational thought in their head no. and to actually look at the science. Exactly. Yeah, so I could care less what color she is where she's from, whatever. Yeah, no. But that's, of course, what they're focusing on because, you know, diversity is our strength. Yeah. That's, well, she, it has to be. Yeah, she was um, Well, then, okay, Fargo, then how come the, there's only one then? Yeah, she was endorsed by the FEA. Right. So that's, that's you know. <sighs> well, Fargo, you suck then because you only have one. Yeah. So get with it. Yep. And this, unfortunately, that's probably what a lot of leftists would say. Yeah. Is you have to elect more diversity. Well, if just elect qualified people, who, who cares what they are? No. I don't care if they're all black. Yeah, it does whatever. not matter. Anything just ba- should be based on qualifications and character. That's it. Absolutely, absolutely. Now we got to talk about something crazy. And I remember a couple episodes ago when I read the ridiculous land acknowledgement. I statement. thought of you the whole time that I was watching this. I did not know that this was real. I did this as a joke because I had seen Microsoft do it. Yeah. For the conference, and I sent you that video well, later. Well, you just had a little foreshadowing of what's happening right. in Fargo. Now, little did I know that Fargo freaking did this. Yeah. What a it was, waste. It was after you had. Yeah. yeah. What a freaking waste of time. I mean, It's on all oh of our God. documents now. Oh, my God. At the bottom of all of the agendas, it states Ugh. on there, just so you know, oh we stole this land. <laughs> Fargo School Board approves a land acknowledgement statement stay, saying the district gathers on the lands of the Ocheti Sakawan, who are Dakota, Lakota, Nakota, and Ashinaabe people. <sighs> The statement was drafted with help from tribal nations and groups, which is why... Okay, so here's another thing. Uh, Jim Johnson and Jennifer Benson had both actually agreed on something, which was really crazy. Jim says, I think the way it's worded gives people the right to make it controversial. I think we might want to insert where we say we gather on the lands, the word original before the word lands. Where he's, So he's saying... Right. We gather Clarify. on the original lands because right now it's saying we're gathering on your land. You're basically admitting we don't own it. Yeah. Yeah, you don't want to leave that door open. Yeah, and they said, <laughs> well, the statement was drafted with help from the tribal nations oh, and groups. Well, of course. It took them a long time to do that, so we can't just we can't just add a word. They want, they want to claim it back. They can't they just could. no shit. <laughs> you so you can't add original in there because you can't have an original thought in your head, Fargo no. Public School Board. That's why. Of course. They they can't have any thoughts of their own. It's just disgusting. I just can't believe that they're wasting taxpayer. The statement was not amended. Yeah, I just can't believe they're wasting time on this bullshit. Yeah. This is so <laughs> frivolous and stupid. Yep. And frankly, if I was, you know, and I can't speak cuz I'm not Native of any kind, but I would just be—I would be insulted by this. How does it help student outcomes? It, yeah, exactly. It's, it's just something that's completely irrelevant. It yeah. should not even factor in. Like, it's is just, this in the budget, or did this? You know, right. like how how is this helping? What how do is we it need, doing anything? What do we need for textbooks? You know, yep. how many classes do we have? Enough classrooms? What's our ratios of teachers <laughs> and students? That's all they should be concerned about. This kind of crap is just a time-wasting bullshit, and it's just purely to virtue signal to people they. I don't know. For some reason, they have some obligation to, and I don't know what it is. But you know, if you're going to do this, why don't you have to? 
why don't you have to uh, say it was originally, you know, Nog of of the Snar Caveman group? Yeah. I mean, how? Why? Why do you just keep going back? Why yeah. not? This uh, this was a Stegosaurus breeding ground. Yeah. Right. Exactly. I mean, this was Lake Agassiz, actually, so it wasn't right. really anybody's because it was a big-ass lake. Uh, this this planet used to be a ball of dust that congealed from gases and dust from an explosion of a distant star. Uh, yeah. Okay, whatever. Jeez. I mean, it's just so silly it's and pointless ridiculous. and irrelevant. And again, it has nothing to do with helping kids in school, so exactly. they shouldn't have wasted any of our time on it. So let's look at uh, the election. Um a couple of things about the school board because it was a big loss. Obviously, everything went the opposite direction. Yep. Um, so a couple of things were that were pointed out. Pull was, your kids, people. <laughs> Pull them. Right. Like I said, you know, at what point do you just have to admit that the public schools are lost and yeah. you just have to get out? Yeah. You know, if if you're not wanting to participate in this stuff and the leadership and the people that are making the decisions are – Going the opposite direction. The opposite way. When you can't get your kids' lunches, like when you can't get the financing for your child's lunch assisted through the federal government without allowing boys into girls' bathrooms or girls into boys' bathrooms, we have a serious problem. Right. Now, this this um, post here points out that there was only 20,430 votes cast out of 159 thousand eight hundred ten eligible voters yeah. so basically saying the turnout was really low yeah so 12 you know, percent you yeah. guys that's disgusting as people that wanted to get the proper people elected with the right viewpoints you know that's something that and i live in minnesota but that's something that hopefully uh would have done could have done better you know well 12 percent is <laughs> Yeah, that's just and that's I know so local, frustrating. Local elections when there's not a national component, like when it's not tied to a presidential election, mm-hmm. they're always lower. I but, think we really need help getting that education piece out there. That like, hey, like your president literally does almost nothing. <laughs> yeah. To set well, to set what's going on for your day to day life. That's a great point. Yeah, because if you're if we get like sixty percent turnout for presidential elections, I'm just pulling that number out of my ass. I don't know what it actually is, but way higher than twelve. Yeah. But the president has way less to do with your life, or yeah. at least used to. Used to. Used to. But, so I mean, gas is almost five bucks a gallon. Well, right. And then, you that know, wasn't but then Putin's problem. Obviously, they do affect the Supreme Court, which we found out to, to our benefit. God. And then, you know, the gas prices and, you know, the OSHA mandates and all that crap that they tried. But prior to 2020, I didn't. I used to always say, if you didn't turn the TV on, your life would not be affected by who's in the Oval Office. Yeah, no. You wouldn't even know. You wouldn't so, even know. You know, why are turnouts so high for presidential elections, but not very high for local only elections? And it should be reversed. You should care way more about what happens locally. Yeah, your school board and your mayor and your city commission matter a whole heck of a lot more. And that's one good thing that I'll say about all of us being awakened in the good way is yeah. that I, I, but see, I hoped that those results would have been seen. So did I. That's what's so disappointing is yep. that those, that was not, yeah. not to be. Um, well, here's the case. my thing. I, <laughs> I'll I'll keep touting this because I do think that we're the majority. Quit being lazy, guys. <laughs> get out and get to work. Open your mouth and w- not even just not even just opening your mouth. Go to the ballot box. Go vote when these things come up. Well, I'm like the postal service. Well, not in the way that they're, you know, <laughs> not not able to make a profit. But I'm like rain. Sl- no <laughs> rain. Slit or slow will not keep me from voting yeah you know what i mean like from their assigned tasks or whatever yep. their motto was do it day um, of with a paper ballot exactly so you know, here's another article it says north dakota school board association withdraws from national organization over biden letter well they did it a little late in my opinion they right. could have done it a lot but they had already paid for the full year uh. <laughs> but they could have done it a lot sooner yes yeah, so i'll speak to this a little bit i'm very unfamiliar with this so is, is, are they basically is this a reaction to parents getting crapped on and being and parents getting uh yeah framed as terrorists well and it's it's bs because it wasn't even biden's letter letter mm. it was the um attorney general or what it was it merrick garland or whatever mm. yep DOJ, I don't know, Department of Justice. It says here, the move was taken according to the North Dakota Association after the National Association sent a letter in September to President Biden. Oh, to President Joe Biden. Advocating for federal interventions and confrontations. So that's what it is. Yeah. So the 
the the National School Board Association said, hey, you know, we need to shut down these confrontations. And then North Dakota's school board said, well, wait a minute. We don't agree with that. Yeah. Well, and um, to be fair, I did call the um, North Dakota superintendent of what's schools. That, what's that, Karen? Yeah, I did. You know I called. I made a phone call. <laughs> um, Kristen Basler. And um, she's the Department of Public Instruction. She's like the head of it. I cannot remember. My brain's like, <laughs> I can't remember the, what she's called. But I called Kristen Basler. And she actually called me back, which was wow. surprising. That's, yeah, she called me back. extremely rare. And I, I did get to chat with her for a little bit. And while I don't agree on a lot of her policies, mm-hmm. um, she did say that she, like, she was 100% also against the letter. She had um, been calling to check across the state to see if any anybody had even had any issues at all. And all that she heard... And issues meaning like actual Threats violence. of violence or yeah, like anything. just somebody with a different opinion nope. you don't like. Nope, and that's what she said. She said like, that's what the school board is there for, is for parents. If they want to, if they have concerns, like that's where you take it. And they, the, she said, all that I've heard from any of my school superintendents is that they've, they've seen um, more attendance at the meetings. Right. Nobody had any complaints. Which is right back down in the gutter again, by the way. Yeah. Because when I ran the streaming for the one, I think there was like three people there. Yeah. I mean, almost nobody. So it's, yeah, it's kind of interesting how when the hot button issues kind of go away, which is fine, you know, I don't need to sit there and go watch every school board meeting, but you can be damn sure when I have when it's time for me to make a decision and vote, I'm going to be there. Yeah, you know that's when you know when the when the crucial things matter. Um, I'm de- you know, like I said, no rain, sleet, nor snow will keep me from my assigned duties of voting Kara Glow out. Yes. If she chose to run again. Yep. Um, Hopefully so, she doesn't. Hopefully she gives up. I've heard there's a grapevine that she won't, but hopefully she sees the writing on the wall. Well, hopefully you guys have a better turnout than we did. Yeah, exactly. 12%. Well, you know, again, I'm not getting my hopes up. Yeah. You know, at some point you have to just say, like if, if you're in California and all these things are happening and they're taking, you know, more than 50% of your income and it's being used to build homeless apartments and fund needles for drug addicts and, and things like that. And, mm-hmm. you know, at some point you just have to go, well, California's lost. I'm, I'm moving. Yeah. I'm out. And, you know, I don't know where, if there's a more conservative place in the country besides North Dakota. Yeah. So I think our our options are, well, yeah. (laughs) But I mean, our options are pretty Uh, limited. They're getting limited. Pretty limited. So at some point you just, you have to control what you can control. And if the public school isn't working for you, there's tons of options out there. I mean, a lot of my But don't stop fighting. No, but. Don't stop fighting. Like if you need to pull them, that's fine. Still go out and vote. But still go out and vote. Even if I homeschooled all my kids and didn't have a single kid in public school, I would still go be very aware of who was running for school board and and participate in those elections, obviously, um, because they're still taking your money. Yeah. I mean, your your property taxes are going to get used for these purposes, whether you like it or not. Yeah. That's that's happening. Um, you know, but there's plenty of alternatives out there. There's all kinds of private schools and classical academy in town. Now there's homeschool. A lot of people homeschool that I know. And that, that stigma of that has completely gone away now. Yeah, Now homeschooling is a new cool thing to do. Yeah, I used to think that oh, they were weirdos and they didn't know how to talk to people and, yep. you know, but all, everyone, literally everyone I know that does homeschooling, their kids are excelling. Yeah. So, and they're cool. Yeah. And there's no like weird, you know, socialization problems. I mean, just the normal amount. I mean, yeah. just they're, they're. All doing well. They're normal kids. Yeah, exactly. They're all doing well, yeah. just from my personal anecdotal experience that I've seen. Oh, my so. goodness. Okay. <laughs> all, all right, guys. We're going to wrap it up there. So make sure you send emails to letparentsdecidethat at gmail.com if you have uh, uh, ideas for topics or if you want to send us things you see out in the wild that you want us to know about and cover on the show. Make sure you watch on Rumble. You can watch Rand Paul take down stupid Fauci. And make sure you listen anywhere. App, uh, Apple, Spotify, Google. Any audio podcasts are found. Support the show at letparents.com or let the parents decide that.org. Stay strong, keep fighting. We'll see you next time. I hope you like babies. I hope you like babies talking. You're getting a full dose of it.